Thanks for tuning into our podcast. While you listen and think about the topics we will explore, remember that the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and drive to protect others and yourself. That is how you deliver flawless services to our customers and make a great living moving America with rail. Enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to the show, guys. This is the inaugural podcast at For Rail Transport. My name is Roman Holwinski. I'm an additional training instructor here at the Marshfield Terminal. And I'm Michael Howell. I'm also an uh, additional training uh, instructor here at uh, Marshfield, Wisconsin. We're both going to be co-hosting these podcasts that's coming up. And Mike, I got to tell you, we got some exciting things coming up. We're going to be releasing these podcasts uh, frequently, and it's going to be exciting things about the industry, the organization that we're in, rail transport. Um, we're going to be meeting a lot of interesting people, and one of the first people that we're going to meet, Dan Lyon. How long you been at rail? I started in 94. I went through the CDL training program and uh, drove close to, well, actually about 19 and a half years, not quite 20, and oh. I've been in the uh, orientation department ever since. What do you notice as a difference as, as better, you know, explain what, how you were trained compared to how we train today. Um, well, I'll tell you a story <laughs> and this to me sums it up. Um, hope, hopefully I'm not going to insult anybody, but it was, like I said, it was a different world back then. So, um, at that time, um, the way I remember it was they talked in the morning about what you were going to do, they explained it. And then in the afternoon, they uh, um, expected you to do it. And so in the morning, they were talking to us about shifting the truck and driving the bobtail and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Right. And me and the other trainee walk out to the cab over, and the instructor tosses the key to me. I, I was the dumb one that happened to be standing next to the driver's door. <laughs> and uh, I've only been in a semi once my entire life at that point. Um, and uh, he starts walking towards the range and says, I'll meet you down at the range. And me and the other trainee look at each other and we're like, seriously, you got any idea what we're supposed to do here? And uh, anyway, we got it figured out. I don't know if I ever got it out of first gear. Um, <laughs> I did get it into first gear. So got her down on the range, and I won't repeat what the instructor said, but uh, let's just say he said, blank, what took you so long? Yeah. And uh, no, it's not like that anymore. Not at all. It's uh, real supportive. How long did you have to train for before you actually made it? To, now, did you have the chauffeur's license? Did you go right into a CDL? I, well, I went into a CDL. Okay. So how long um, did you have to train before you took that test? So I remember it um, being roughly four weeks. We did have Christmas during that time. Um, and then when we were done with that, um, you went out with another, with an over-the-road trainer, and you were out there for roughly a month. And then you went out with another trainee for roughly a month. And then you were issued your truck. Um, and uh, yeah, so. So, so well, before, because we have a lot of people, you know, that listen that come into this, and, and you always wonder, if my first question for people is, 
what, you know, you were airline pilot or you were whatever, what possessed you to want to drive a truck? So you, before you drove, I don't know what you did before this, what got your mind going in that direction to want to be a driver? Well, I think like a lot of people, and I've kind of learned this since I've been in the orientation department where you talk to people and you right. get to kind of hear their backstories and stuff. Um, like a lot of people, early in my life, I thought it might be a good idea. Right. Um, and then life just kind of happens. You start doing other things. Um, and uh, anyway, so just before um, I started uh, this career, I, I worked in a group home for developing disabled adults. Um, awesome, taught daily basic living skills, provided a safe place to live, that cool. kind of stuff. Okay. And, okay. See. Yeah. Very re rewarding work, but not financially. Yeah, I got you. I understand yeah. that completely. Right. Um, so, Dan, you you made that transition. You go through the training. You got your license. You went with your trainer. Yep. You went with the trainee again. Yep. Now you're on your own. You're solo. What was your first truck? Do you remember it? It was a uh, cab over international. No cruise. Um, well, yeah, not really Probably any spring cruise. ride. Uh, no, I lucked out. I had air ride. Wow. Yeah, they had a couple of Kenworths <laughs> with uh, no air. Yeah, so. Back then, did you have to wind up the little crank in the front of the engine? No. Going? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. And it even had more than two gears, so we were so, living high. That was a good one, Mike. Yeah. It got me off guard on that one. No. So where did you go? Did you go the whole country? Did yeah, you stay in the I Midwest? did. Um, pretty much my over-the-road <laughs> career, I was... Uh, National. National. What'd how you was your training? And how long was that? You know, it's like anything um, in anybody's career. There's certain people that are critical in whether or not, you, you know, they give you the opportunity to be successful. Right. And uh, I had a fantastic over-the-road trainer, um, lots of experience. Do you remember uh, his first name? Pat, Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn. Yeah, he's okay. no longer with the company. Um, he retired uh, a number of years ago. But, uh, yeah, he at that point he had 30 years over-the-road driving well, experience. at that point? At that point. So, all with rail or was it before? No, he, remember? yeah, he'd been an owner-operator. and Did you haul all types of trailers, all types of freight? Or did you stick to one division, flatbeds, van, refrigerated? You know, maybe they had the dry ice with the fan in the back at the time no, of your time, no. but I don't know. But uh, <laughs> they had the no, they didn't have any refrigerated trailers. You have to take the big hook and pick up the block of ice yeah. and drop it in the back <laughs> of the truck. <laughs> oh, Dan! Uh, no, we're just no, we fed the horses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, but anyways, uh, so uh, you, you did all that. You, you kept driving. You did a lot of miles, safe miles. All right. Um, you, you get to that point in your career. You had this opportunity to come into the orientation yep. building. You, uh, you become an instructor, okay? Yep. I'm assuming that. Is that what happened with you? I mean, I know you a little bit, but I don't know everything about you. So how that happened? Describe to us how that happened. How did you make that transition? Why did you want to go to that? Yeah, so um, it was something that I kind of knew in the back of my head that if I came off the road, it was what I wanted to pursue. Right. Um, and then um, to be the director at the time talked to me, called me up. 
um, and, and we kind of talked, and it just wasn't really a good fit at that time. Okay. And then a um, while later, um, he called me up and talked to me about it again, and it was a better fit. And I kind of thought, you know, Dan, if this is what you want to do, you better mm. jump on it because they're not going to keep talking to right. you about it if you don't. You I got, my story's kind of similar to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think all of ours actually yeah. are similar, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and so um, I came in off the road, um, and I, like I said, I started working with the CDL program, did that for roughly about six years, um, and then I switched, uh, oh, five, six, and then the last couple of years I've been doing the experience. Experience orientation. So you see a lot of drivers that have not gone through GYCDL. Yep. Okay. And they come to you, you get them ready to get out into the fleet. Yep. In your time that you've been doing the experienced orientation, um, what do you see? Do you see them learning a lot about themselves? Now, granted, you know, you got some experience orientation that have two years in, five years in, 15 years in, they're all making that transition to rail. What is the biggest thing you see that they pick up on? Like when they come to rail, because obviously they learn someplace else. I'm not saying that they were taught wrong, but they had to learn somewhere. And when right. they come to your class, what do you stress? Well, the biggest thing I see, well, one, obviously what we look for is safe drivers. And are these uh, people, are they going to operate the equipment the way we want them to operate it? Um, that's the... The first thing, and um, once they've demonstrated that, um, really it's getting them to understand um, what we're all about and um, value. Yeah, yeah, and a lot yeah. of times they've been doing this stuff, they just haven't really thought about it huh. in our kind of language, in our yeah. culture, however you want to think about it. That's, I always tell them, I look at, First thing I tell them is I'm not going to lie to them. And that's a lot of these guys and gals come from a background where that hasn't been the case. Okay. Um, But then I also let them understand. I look at my job, and I think we all look at our jobs this way as like two parts. The first part is the nuts and bolts part where you fill out this piece of paper, you do this, you know what I mean? You learn this. Housekeeping stuff. Yeah, Yeah. you know. But the more important part of our job is that we help them understand what it's going to be to take to be successful with the company. You know, you want to be here, you want to, most people don't start a job and want to have it not work out. Right. Um, And so I try and help them with that, you know. Yeah, every I think, I think we get them going, even in your department, our department, seems like we get them on a good start. The The foundation is laid to uh, to get them going. In a, I, I've had other jobs before I came here, and I felt, felt like they just gave me a truck and said, here, yeah, good luck with it. Yeah, you but know? I hear that story And, and it doesn't seem like that here. You yeah, know? no. You, you, you get reassured over and over. You know, if you have a problem, contact us. Please do. You know? yeah. yeah, that's um, two comments I hear all the time is, one, um, nobody talks about safety like we do. And then, two, you guys are really thorough with the orientation. Oh, I agree, yeah. yeah. And that goes in all the departments, it seems. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you've been doing the experienced. What's your plans? What is, what is your plans at real? I mean, 
what I'm getting at, do you want to stay where you're at? I mean, if you have an opportunity to do something different, is that something that you would consider? Or no, I, I really like what I'm doing. I like helping these people. I like getting them prepared for the railway. You facilitate that every Tuesday here up in Marshfield. Um, I've heard you talk. I've heard you explain it, go through it. And Dan, I got to say, from, from my point, you do a very good job of... Um, explaining the railway and what we look for the expectations and how we want you to act not just as a driver but as a person as a professional okay i've sat in a couple of your classes i i even got the opportunity to teach it a few times and and i modeled myself by what i watched you do um mike i think has done that maybe once you know I'm, I'm, they're wanting me to do yeah it. they yeah. want him to do it <laughs> i think i'll make, make a suggestion but <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, is that something you want to stay doing in the rest of your time, the rest of your career here at Rail? When you, when you ever you decide to step down, stay in experience, or do you want to maybe see explore other options if they come available? One of the things I've learned from my time here is keep yourself open. Okay. There's a lot of opportunities to do right. different things. Right. I like what I'm doing right now. Um, I find it rewarding. Um, so what's I, rewarding about it? I get to help people. I get to help people it's kind of start their career. Yeah. It's yeah. a good feeling after work. Yeah. When, you, when you're working with someone out there and they're struggling with whatever the case may be yep. and you're working with them and it, you see it click, a light go on, and you you go, this feels good. Or when, or when one passes a CDL test or whatever, or whatever the case may be, they come give you a big hug yeah. and it just may, it gives you a good feeling. I still remember that time, Mike. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a gentleman's UICDL. There was uh, another uh, gentleman here that worked here. He's retired now. Bob, mm -hmm. that's all I'm going to say, is uh, one of the GYCDL students picked him up and mm -hmm. hugged him because Bob took the time <laughs> for that half a day to work with him right. on something. And watching him pick up Bob was, was great. That was the greatest thing. Too bad we couldn't get a snapshot of it. Right. But that's the reward. In my case, too, is thank you. You know, the thank you yeah. that they get. Yeah, I think that's... You know, Rail does offer a very rewarding uh, experience. So, I mean, why wouldn't you not want to give 100% to the company and your career or whatever, either way, because the company's giving you that back. My, right? my favorite thing here is, is say you, you come through GYCDL or experience. You work here for a little bit and you go, you know, I'm just kind of tired. I, I don't want to do this anymore. Let me let me try to be a fleet manager or let me right. do customer service or whatever the case may be. You're not limited to... You're stuck with that for the rest of your life. That some jobs you have, yeah, you know that's as far as you're ever going to go. Yeah, I mean, and it's that's not the thing that is that there's so many different fleets you can do. There's, you know, mm -hmm. you start out. In my case, I started out as a van. Uh, did that for two years, um, and then um, did curtain side for basically all of my career. Although I did some local <laughs> stuff too. Um, in 19 years, you've been around. Driving, wow. yeah, driving. You've been around, so you, you've seen it. Uh, so you know what to tell people because of your past experiences, you know. Um, what do you tell the new driver? Not just experienced, you know. I mean, yeah, you deal with experience orientation, but once in a while you, you flirt with the GYCDO program. You help, us, you help the GYCDO program out. Um, what do you tell them? I remember something my, my trainer told me early on, and it really stuck with me. And I try and pass this on, and I want to qualify this by driving. This whole career has just been a fantastic experience. There's been days that have not been fantastic, but, you know, right. 
It's like anything. And that's, I try and let them understand that, that my trainer told me after a couple months, you're going to really feel like you got it, but it's going to take a couple of years for you to really get up and rolling. The first year, I, I don't know, did you guys find this? To me, it was like the first year was really rough. Back then, it was uh, the information was there. Yeah. But it seemed like we had to go find it. Yeah. Rail like gives I, it to you. Like I told you, I mean, I had got my CDL, a uh, very limited amount of yeah. experience, and I got a job. I got it through a local technical deal, and I was actually a chauffeur's license then, yeah. and it changed over. Right. And it, they pretty much just gave me a, a truck and yeah. said, you know, my training was I was pretty much running a team with a guy. You know, so he was in the bed when I, that was my training. I didn't hit anything. Yep. You know, that yeah. was the training. And the first year was ugly. I mean, it was really struggling. Yeah, and every I place you go of, to is new. You don't know where right. to go. You don't know where to, right. you know. And I thought of giving up many times, you know, until I figured it out. But then once once it clicked, once you figured it out, you, yeah. you, you, there's a lot of good I, potential out there. I remember waking up in a sleeper berth, and it was like a light switch got flipped someplace. <laughs> And it was like things just made more sense. Right. And then after that, it was a lot better. What motivated you? Trying to keep things in perspective. And it's a hard thing to do sometimes because you're in the truck by yourself. But um, understanding that there are going to be days, and I remember telling myself, the best thing about a bad day is it's only 24 hours long. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And, and just know. trying to keep that perspective. Yeah. I like that. And it that. will. And then, I, like I said, I had a trainer that explained this to me. This is going to, there are going to be days that are going to really, really suck. I mean, but I it didn't sink in and, until probably after the yeah. fact it happened. Right. And and that's after, what he was talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> and then after you get some experience, it helps keep things in perspective. Yeah, Rail, from what I've seen in my time here, um, they're, they're on the right the right path um they always look into the future you yeah. know um yeah. uh, you hear of uh, we hear of other companies out there you know they do this they do that whatever it is um but it seems like rails always there they're always in that topic of moving forward changing with the industry adapting to the industry how can we make it better for our drivers our drivers and um talking to you today yeah i hear some of those stories how they made it easier for you today you know yeah you, where you just, are today they gave you that opportunity what would you tell uh to people that are considering leaving rail for that other company that's that luring them that in, pot of you know? gold and yeah the, you that know, luring you... them in why what would you say to them you know they throw the bait out there so yeah to so Ask yourself, is it really going to be better? Okay. You're going to lose money switching jobs. Right. Because you're not going to be working. Um, and is it going to be really better? Okay. If you're just switching this for pretty much the same thing, What's you actually point? went backwards. Yeah. You're not going to have vacation. You're not going to have benefits. People don't know you. Um, no job is perfect. You know, I I like to joke. I've been around here long enough. I can always find something to complain right. about. But, you know, <laughs> but it, it's, again, you know, um, you know, is it going to be better? Okay. Just because somebody tells you something doesn't mean that that's the... 
the way it is. Yeah, I know any job you go into, it sounds, if you read the, the ads for drivers and everything, you go, oh man, that sounds yeah. perfect. That's that's the dream. And then you get over there. I, I've had five different trucking companies I've worked for. And it took the first couple of times. I was like, oh yeah, this sounds better. And I jump ship and I'm, I'm whatever. Yeah. And then you get over there and you go, God, this is worse than what I had before. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. Yeah. And then you normally see them applying and coming back to work here. <laughs> I see that with my experience yeah. group. It's not an every week occurrence, but it's yeah. probably at least once a month. I get somebody yeah. that left and came back. And they tell pretty much the same story. So, Dan, i got a good question for you here. You know, most people look at rail. They go, you know, this is just a training company. I'm going to work there a couple of years. I'm leaving. Uh, if our training company is such a good, uh, such just a starting company, why is our safety rating so much better than most out there on the road today? My plan was to work here for two years because even then they were kind of looked as, right. you know, somebody I actually had called and applied for a job or talked to them. They said, go to rail, the training's really good, um, then come to us. Um, and uh, obviously, I was wrong about the two years. Right. Um, but uh, I think it's that they really do push safety, and they want you to be safe. Um, they don't want you to drive when it's not safe. So the culture um, here yeah, is... Yeah, it's, and it's backed up. Right. Um, I never, my entire over-the-road career... Um, I usually shut it down a couple times a winter and due to weather, and I never, ever had anybody question it. It was always, okay, you know, same kind of questions. I, I can, I, like I said, me working with other companies, I know there's been times where I felt uncomfortable and was felt pushed to keep yeah. going. Right. You know, when I'd been here driving the whole time, if I ever ever felt that it was unsafe to do so, all I had to say was, I don't feel safe to do it. And that was the end of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. There was no discussion right. about it. And you, you hear that from drivers on the road. You, you're in the truck stops, you're at the rest areas, you're in a restaurant, wherever you may be, and you start talking and you hear them complain about being pushed, like you said, Mike, yeah. you know, about being pushed. Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's the weather through the Rockies is bad, but I have to go through it. They're right. making me go through it, you know, but real... No, you you're that you're that you're in charge of that ship. You're the captain of that that boat, so to speak. You don't feel like you're right. Your truck number, right. blah blah blah. You're right. you're Roman or you're Dan. Yeah. You know. And, and rail allows you to assess that uh, situation you're in, and if you feel unsafe, stop the truck. Yeah, and you know, you know it's it makes sense if you think about it because the driver is the one that is out there. Right. They see what it looks like. Right, rail rail's very good with that. Um, they give the driver that. Um, I don't want to use the word freedom, okay, uh, but I can't think of another word. But I think of it as responsibility. Responsibility. Okay, it's the driver's right. responsibility right. to make, make that the right call. choice. Yep. You know, make that good decision. That's what it, that's what rail's about is making good decisions. So. Um, Dan, you know, we'd like to thank you uh, for taking some time to talk to us today. Well, it was a pleasure, Dan, having you, and I guess we'll wrap it up right here. That's about it.